Welcome to another episode of Brown Bag Conversations. We are joined here by the two hosts. It's me, Christian, and I got my guy, Dale, on the line with me here. Um, I feel like every time we have an episode, we always are talking about how we're back. Um, it's always starting it. It shows how we've lacked in consistency, but we promise to be better. That's our one, our one promise to to the listeners, we will be better from now on. Yeah, I'd like they I'd like to apologize to to our buddy Eric for our uh, consistency on the podcast is definitely lacking. But we did have a pretty good excuse last time. The PGA Championship, we did all, all of our bets. We'll talk about that real quick, and then we were going to do a wrap up as soon as the PGA Championship concluded. But we had a once in a lifetime event happen in Iowa, which was uh, derecho or Direco, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, but we had a crazy straight line windstorm that Christian, you were a part of. So what what was that actually like? Well, I mean, it was crazy and I was a part of it, but I mean, it definitely didn't affect me nearly as much as um, a lot of people in Iowa, but um, it it was just, I think it was a Monday, I want to say. And I, I mean, I didn't even know it was supposed to storm. So I actually took my dogs out on a, was taking my dogs out on a walk and I started to hear sirens going off. So I thought to myself, why would the, why would the sirens be going off? It wasn't like, I don't know if I've ever heard sirens at like noon anyway, but it was, it was like still in the morning. It wasn't like a normal time you'd hear sirens, even if you're, you know, the town or city did that. Um, and I started, I finally like got to, to a spot where you could, you know, it was out of a little out of the neighborhoods. You could see there wasn't really any houses. You could see the sky um, and it was super dark. And the, I kept walking. Um, I decided after a little while um, that I would turn around when the sirens started again. Cause I, I mean, I, at that point I knew it had to have been the weather. Um, so I turned around and it, it looked like this thing was like half a mile away from me. And I had walked maybe a block after I turned around to go back home. And I looked up and it was basically like on top of me. So I got, I want to say I got back to my house. Like when I got back to my house, it started raining a little bit. And there wasn't even a ton of rain, but it just started blowing right away. I mean, the first, like right when it hit you is like, is when the winds came. It wasn't like, Oh, it's starting to get windy. And then it was just right away. It felt like, so I think within like the first five minutes of it blowing, my power went out. Yeah. And then I didn't have power for another two or three days after that, which is why one of the big reasons we couldn't podcast. And then I didn't have internet for another day in day and a half, something like that. So um, it was pretty wild. I mean, I think I just had, I mean, I had a little bit of a part of a fence blow over. Um, that wasn't a big deal. It was an older section and then lots of branches in my yard. But I mean, you could drive a block down and there were, tr- you know, large trees, trunks blown over in the yard, laying on houses. So 
it was pretty wild. I think that basically every, every house had just huge piles of trunks or branches, trees in their yard for like another week to two weeks, just waiting for the city to come by and pick it up. Yeah. So, I mean, the PGA championship ended Sunday and we were going to pod Monday or Tuesday and you were without power. And some of my friends didn't have power for a week and a half. And it says that the, the wind speeds were like a category four hurricane. That's the equivalent, except you didn't really with a hurricane, obviously you get like a four days uh, notice, but with this, it just kind of popped up out of nowhere. So yeah. Yeah. I got a buddy, my, I got a new buddy. His name is Nate Peets. Shout out to him. He lives down in Ames, but he works at a golf course and he said he was working inside training somebody looking out the clubhouse windows. And it was a normal day at like 10 30 AM. All of a sudden the storm rolls over. It's super dark, gray, dark blue clouds. Um, and then all of a sudden it was just gray. And there was debris flying by the window and you couldn't even see like two feet out the window of the clubhouse. And they didn't have power for eight days down in Ames. So it was pretty wild. Yeah. And I think that's a good reason that we couldn't pod. So. Yeah. I mean, Ames, I think had it a little bit worse. I remember like looking at where it was. I mean, Cedar Rapids got it the the absolute worst. Um, But yeah, I mean, just comparing it, like, like we, you know, just being from, Appling and Parkersburg area like that tornado um I think the wind speeds of that tornado were like twice as strong as what the derecho was um but it you know it lasted it only the tornado only touches touches down and then you know almost disappears the funnel cloud doesn't but the tornado disappears after a while so you know it only lasted maybe like 10 to 20 miles where this thing basically covered the whole state right um so it was it will I mean it did way more damage just because of how long it just continuously blew while it, this storm covered the pretty much the state so it was I mean it was crazy I I again like you mentioned the time that he met he talked about sounds right but it was just like I had no idea it was supposed to storm and all of a sudden it was like really bad so and i'm i don't know obviously with like a golf course you probably have less blocking you know the area but like houses is a little bit better because some of the you know if you're in a neighborhood some of the houses block the wind but right yeah yeah pretty crazy so uh quick recap of the pga championship i did uh beat christian and uh he did uh owe me some money after that and then we had for our pool. No, we tied. No, I have the final score. My score is 243. Your best score oh, total. Oh, you combined them. 245. Wait. And we had one, two, three, four, six other entries, and we did not get first place with all of our friends that came in. But head to head, I got the W. I thought we tied. Uh, no. When I did the math, we had tied. Um. Christian's never been good at math, folks. So, well, you know what I have to say is I hated the way it played because after round one, I had three of my guys were in the top five in the whole tournament, and I wasn't even in first place in the pool after round one. Yeah, there's a lot of luck involved. So let's do this. We got 
U.S. Open Wingfoot starting tomorrow. Uh, Big Cat, he's off at like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock Eastern time. So let's both pick two guys, and you only um, – it's just total score. And if they miss the cut, okay. if, if one of your guys misses the cut, you're done. Unless, oh, they both got to make the cut. Okay. Or, or, or if one of if both if we both have one guy that misses a cut, then we're fine too. But we'll you got to add, add up both scores. But we'll up. add up the six rounds if we each have one guy. Yes. Right. Okay. Yep. So, okay. um, you got a coin? Because we're gonna go pick. We're gonna go draft style. Yep. Is that what you're saying? So if you get first pick, you get fourth pick. First and fourth. Okay. Okay, I got a bottle cap right here. You know what? You pick first. You want me to pick first? If you want it, you can have it. No, we got to flip the bottle cap. <laughs> Do you want the uh, logo or no logo? I'll take logo. It's no logo. So I'm first. Unless Fine. you want to pick first. No, I just told you you pick first. All right, first pick. Um, I know you want to pick Justin Thomas, um, <laughs> but, but I cannot go against the hottest golfer in the world. I'm picking Dustin Johnson. Yeah, you little. I mean, why not? Huh? So, why not? So that's first pick. What's your uh, second and third? Well, you threw this on top of me without telling me we're doing this. I didn't know it was going to happen. You didn't know you were going to say this? You said it within the first 20 minutes? No, I had it's, no idea. You've been planning all of this. Um, I mean, I got to go. Justin Thomas. I got to go JT. Knew that was happening. And I'm going John Rom. Dang it. Um, I wanted Rom. Mm. You should take Bryson. Uh, see, like, I want to as far as, like, being smart, but I just can't root for somebody I do not like at all. What's the course, though? Like, what's it is, the, it, They say it's one of the toughest golf courses in the U.S. They compare it to Oakmont. The rough is obviously crazy long. They're saying, like, four to six over par could win. I mean, it's just stupid for U.S. Opens. I can't so pick Tiger because he's just – he barely yeah. played this year. So it seems like the best, a lot of these places, like obviously some guy can get hot, but in, in a lot of these places, it's going to bring out the best of the best. That's who you're going to see out front. That's what we saw even in the PGA Tour a little bit, right? Like, oh, you I mean, mean the got, PGA Championship? Yeah, PGA Championship, yeah. Um, but it also seems like, I mean, you got to be, you got to have like, you got to be all around just solid, right? Right. So. So Bryson probably wouldn't even be a good pick. The best of the best win. I'm going to go with Rory. He just had a baby. He's feeling good. I mean, he'll be great. He does. He he was just talking about how it was hard to get motivated for some of this. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. Um, what do we got? 20 bucks on it? Yeah, we'll do we 20. Should've, we should have done that first, but oh, well. 20 is fine. I mean, okay. I don't think – I don't think – I would have done anything different if I knew it was for money. So, yeah, let's talk about our uh, the biggest bet we've ever done in the last few months. How the podcast actually got started, which is the uh, triathlon that we finally 
completed Labor Day weekend. So as expected, Christian was the winner. What? Let's go. He got $100, which he used to enter a golf tournament on Labor Day. So it was to a good uh, cause. It, it was – we, I mean, we're officially triathletes, right? Yeah. We are triathletes. So you made it. Let's talk about um, – so you – I my total time was two hours and 50 minutes. Yours was two hours and 37 minutes. So 13 minutes. I mean, in all honesty, it wasn't even close. 13 minutes is a long time. Um, also, it feels like a short time over, you know, two hours and 50 minutes, but I mean, I wasn't even close to you. So what was your, your biggest surprise about like the entire experience and then, and then race day? Yeah. I mean, I think we should talk like, cause it'd be awesome, right. For some of our listeners to get in on these and take, you know, start like find an interest in the same things that we we haven't. I mean, I would recommend. I mean, one thing I would. It was hard, obviously, all summer. It was really hard. It's like hard on your body. Takes a lot of time. Like mentally tough. I mean, it was a little bit tougher just because, like, the triathlon got postponed for us. So instead of training for what sixteen weeks, we ended up training for pretty much thirty-two. Right. But. Yeah, I mean, when you when you like fin- cross the finish line and you're just doing it, it's like I mean, it was one of the best feelings that you know. I, I mean, I way more than I even thought it was going to be. But yeah, let's. I mean, let's talk about it. I think like I think that that for me the biggest surprise, which the for me the biggest surprise was how much adrenaline you have through the whole thing. That's what like. I was not expecting to just I mean basically put be able to push myself you know for two and a half hours like that right um that was the biggest surprise. I just remember kind of thinking like like okay i'm we're going we're we're going quick, like I can feel my heart rate is up, but it just like I think you know obviously some of that's training. And some of that was adrenaline because um, that was a little bit quicker than I thought. But uh, it's other than yeah. that, I mean, I don't want to say there was a big surprise for me because I didn't really know what to expect. Like I went in there like not knowing what to what, what about to expect. the time when you what about when you almost drowned at the beginning? Well, so so it didn't surprise me really though. But yes, that was I was gonna say that was the most challenging moment, like for sure, basically. So So, talk us through your, you you run into the water, talk us through the first five minutes of swimming, um, which took you, I mean, your swim took what? 34 minutes. What was the first, what what were the first five minutes like? Well, I mean, I would, I would think it was more than that. I would think it was the first, 14 minutes or so um but not good at all okay so i i I don't know i don't know why but you you i don't know why this happened to me however i'll walk you through i mean we're basically going out one by one like in and what they say is 30 second intervals but when you look at like 
when you look at it and just think about time, it was not at all. Cause you were like 40 people in front of me and you probably only started like two minutes ahead of me or so. Yeah. Um, time wise. So I remember like, you know, you get in there. Um, it's, there's a lot of water or there's a lot, you, you can go pretty <laughs> far hope, out in the water. I hope you there's can, a lot of water. There is a lot of water. There is a lot of water. So you can go pretty far out in the water with still touching. Okay. So you're, so they, they, they send me the, what's going through my mind is there was a professional triathlete there. What's going through my mind is do what he did. Like you saw what he did to start run out to as far as he ran out, do some things that he did, which he would dive underwater a couple times and then get up and run a little bit more. And I assume just to be get like in the water right away. Um, so I was doing that and I all of a sudden kind of, Get, go underwater and like kind of start to swim and then get up like I wanted to. Then I try it again. And in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be me starting, but I could not catch my breath. I couldn't basically hold my head underwater and breathe like you normally would and swim and keep my breath. So that was, I don't want to say it was a panic, but I was like, okay, just don't swim right now. Just stand up and kind of jog out so I just stood up there and kind of jogged in the water and my and I my heart rate just never went back down so basically for the first 14 minutes I was not able to swim normally so I was swimming with my head above water basically and everyone was passing me for the most part and um I know like some of the females started right after us but they were a a little ways behind us I know some of them were passing me as well and then finally, like maybe a little over a third of the way through, I don't know what, I can't even remember what happened, but I remember just thinking, you have to swim a different way. Yeah. And I think I just like, I think what I did is I just like swam. I think I swam like super, super slow for a while. And it finally, I w- you just got in a rhythm, like got your heart rate down, which is, I mean, it's crazy though, because. Like I finished, I think what I, what did I finish? Like fifth or sixth in my category? Yes. Yeah. I finished sixth in my category, which is like my, uh, gender and age group, um, which I thought was pretty good. And honestly, the swim was one of my highest rankings out of that. So I don't really know what was going on. It felt like, it felt like everyone was passing me. It felt like I wasn't passing anyone. However, about halfway through my goggles fogged up. So I could only see, I could only see like a foot in front of me. And that was about it. And so I could barely see even the buoys, but I ended up finishing decently strong. But in my opinion, I bet I bet I could have swam that four minutes faster. Yeah. Just, I, I bet so. Cause I, I mean, you beat me by you know, a minute or so, which normally if we were in a pool, it would be five, five minutes. But yeah. that's, that's the thing. Like when we were training, we swam for over an hour, nonstop in pools, in, in the lake, and it doesn't phase us at all. And literally 30 seconds into the race, your heart rate, heart rate spikes so much. And it's a scary feeling being in the water and you can't mm-hmm. catch your breath. Yeah. And your heart rate's out of control. So I had the same feeling, except I just stood up in the shallow water and took like a couple 
big, deep breaths to calm down. And it helped me that I'd done a triathlon last year because I knew that it was going to be tough. And then uh, by the end of it, you passed me with like, I don't know, two, 300 yards left. And when we left the first transition area, we popped on the bike at the same time. And then you took off that first probably five miles ahead of me. And then that gap stayed the same pretty much the whole bike. And then your swim, your, your run time was super good. I ran 833 average for six miles, which after swimming and running, I would take any day of the week. And you mm-hmm. ran like yeah. 715, which I, I physically right now, I just can't do. So like I could have my best race day of the year where, where I was at. And I literally physically, I just can't do that. So, I mean, I thought we did yeah. kind of what we expected. See, I think we, we went and some of this was the weather, but it, that was another surprise is like, we were, we talked about speeds, right? We're like, Oh, biking. We want to be at like 7.5. We want to run around. Like I was talking like eight thirty, eight forty five. You were talking nine. Yeah. And you know, like you said, I think mine ended up being seven twenty four. Yeah, we, um, we we killed our goals, which yeah. is great. And so, yeah, and that was another thing is like, how much better could we get? How much better could like we be just like in the transitions? Like I know my first transition was terrible, and just knowing like what the, how that how that is now, I feel like. It, like mine lasted two minutes and 42 seconds. And I feel like I could eat, we could easily knock a minute off that. Yeah. And then the last transition, I mean, you're just kind of like, you're, you don't know, you've never been through it before. So you're almost a little cautious to go fast and to get started. So like the bike and transition two, all you're doing is hanging up your bike and going for the most part. Because yeah. we wear the same shoes. And that was a minute 18. And it was just kind of like, well, once you're done, you're just like, okay, I have a long ways to run. I don't want to, like, start it unprepared. But, like, I think I, what, what I've learned, a big thing I learned is, like, no, you're, like, you're ready. You yeah. can go. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the race, I was surprised how – it it wasn't easy, but it kind of was. And I felt like I had a little bit more left in me. Um, But first time doing it, you have no idea, but that just tells you the training plan that we did and all the Mm -hmm. freaking 32 weeks, like it actually prepared us more than we thought. Oh yeah. I mean, if we do it again and we do the same plan, I mean, it's going to be, we're going to feel so comfortable and we're going to know how hard we can go and we'll get that much better. So yeah, and we're gonna do it again. Yeah, for buddy. sure. And next time so, you can do the so we did the Olympic. People can join us for the sprint, yeah. or you can do a relay. So if you only want to swim, I'm gonna shout out to Brody Swanson. He can be the swimmer. Mm-hmm. Biker, uh, I feel like Matt Linquist be good on a bike. That's right. And then uh, Kyle Offer coming in doing the run portion at the end. That's a heck of a relay team. I think they just got challenged. Let's go, baby. We'll, what, we'll go, they can have their own team and we'll do a bet. I don't think that would be a good idea for us. No, we're going to have to get some uh, cushion for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know that it, it is cool. Um, 
So what was, I mean, so when we finished it, obviously super rewarding. What was the like one thing that was the worst part of it all? Race day, training, like what, what sucked? Um, I don't know if there's one thing that sucked. I mean, when your body hurts, that sucks. (laughs) When you're sitting on the bike for two and a half hours, that sucks. You go numb. Yeah, you were, I mean, yeah, you're just like, it doesn't suck how it, it sucks how it feels. It sucks how boring it is. <laughs> it's not like over, it's not like overly difficult. Like the bike, none of the bike works for bike workouts were ever like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, so the swim, the swim workouts aren't either really. Cause like swimming is just such a unique, like they're tiring, but it doesn't like hurt. Like, you know, running and biking can. But the, the, there were a few run workouts where you had to like sprint to get your heart rate up that the whole time I was running, I was like, I could puke at any moment. Yeah. I think, and the, I th- yeah, I think the worst was like, you're right. Two and a half hours on the bike plus getting your bike stuff ready, you know, pumping up your tires, taking yeah. some air out at the end. And I would usually drive 20 minutes to find a good spot to bike. So I'm mm-hmm. like over three hours into my night doing something yeah. that by the end of it was so boring that I was, I was ready to be done. But I think that having to do the training twice is kind of what got us the most. Right. It was mostly that. Cause really when we were doing it February to May, you know, what weather's not that nice. Not that many things are going on. I mean, not that many things were going on in general this time you know, yeah. with COVID. Um, but it's a lot harder when you're like, like wanting to play slow pitch and stuff like that. Um, the, so other than that, it was just, other than that, the suckiest part, it really sucked how I was feeling when I couldn't catch my breath swimming. It wasn't like I was like scared. I can't, couldn't finish or scared. It was just like, it was like, like, dang, I can't believe this is happening. Like how many times do I go out and swim even in a lake and like, this is happening. This like, you know, very few times and it's now happening and it's kind of like, you just wanted to do well. And at the end, it's almost like, like I could get, if I just was tired on the bike or tired in the run. Right. And I couldn't go any harder. Like that wouldn't have sucked, but it wasn't that I was even like tired. It was just the way, you know, what's, what's keeping you back. That, that was kind of disappointing, but I mean, now it's easy to say that during the day, like when you're biking and running, it nothing sucked. No, no, I didn't even think about that. Like the whole time, I'm just like, "How amazing is this gonna feel just across the finish line?" Yeah, it's an and like when you're running through Clear Lake, you got people that are sitting there drinking mimosas in their lawn chairs, cheering you on, hooting and hollering for you, and it gets you so pumped up. So yeah. the the town of Clear Lake is awesome. I was just gonna say that shout like shout out to Clear Lake. Yeah, I mean you're not even exaggerating pretty much everywhere you go on the run someone's cheering you on everywhere you go someone's cheering you on and that's that's adrenaline like as much as like weird or cliche as it may sound like that feeds a lot and then even on the bike they've got like people set up like you know sometimes you're going like half a mile without seeing anyone but anytime you pass like a helper or someone they're cheering you on like other bikers are passing you other runners are passing you if they're passing you if you're running by them because it's they both have laps so you bike by a lot of people um 
if you're if you're going by someone like everyone's cheering you on so like i had a guy that we, i basically biked with the whole time and like we would pass each other every now and again um he was a little bit slower up the hills than i was so i would like pass him kind of around a hill and then he would normally get me you know yeah. somewhere else along the line but he was basically anytime he passed me was cheering me on you know after the race he came up to me like we congratulate each other it's just a blast i mean yeah the uh there was one guy that yelled when i was running uh he goes you're an inspiration to us all keep it up and i'm like i'm just a regular dude i'm super slow like <laughs> it's whatever but it was like for someone to yell that it's it's pretty darn cool so yeah Shout out to Clear Lake. And you know what? We had a good time in Clear Lake afterwards. So Oh man. Shout out Clear to Lake's Josh blast. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Hopefully, so, hopefully hopefully a upcoming guest of the podcast. So Yeah. So we gotta we gotta tell our our next challenge is October twenty fourth, Saturday. We wanted to keep our fitness level up a little bit. So we're doing a Yippee Kaye half marathon in council bluffs iowa saturday october 24th so uh we're going to tweet out the link for registration for anybody want that wants to do it i have sent an email to um matt linquist and kyle offer again they're not doing it though join us and they don't even respond to my emails or text messages so if you know those two please harass them for us they're scared yeah and i don't blame them yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I mean, I think we're both like excited to like have a reason to like a more of a, a reason to work out other than just staying in shape too. That's yeah. always nice. And we're both excited that like, it's not going to be two hours a day cause you have to do two different workouts and sometimes the bike is that long. So yeah, it's going to be pretty I'm, manageable. Yeah. So I, uh, I just sent a tweet out for the registration. So, all right, let's get some, some participants then. Yeah, it's time to what go about Brody? Is he doing it then? He's got a couple soccer games, football games oh, okay. that day. So he can't, he's a little busy. Okay. But okay. Ho- hopefully we see him that weekend. Yeah. But uh, we might, uh, it, we could have maybe end up in uh, Omaha or Des Moines that Saturday night. So if, uh, that's right, baby, people want to get on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, and I mean, we just, the triathlon weekend, we just had a weekend basically. Right. Cause I mean, We're we talking. get down, we get to clear Lake. Preach it brother. About what? Six o'clock or so. Six o'clock, six thirty-seven, yeah. something like that. Get a little we, swim in, do a little yeah, practicing. Right. We go, we sign up, we, we do a little bit of the race, maybe like half to two thirds of the race distance, just swim out there, swim back, feeling pretty good. I mean, you had the Shafu with your goggles, but we were like, we'll get that taken care of. Yep. Yep. It was a good time um, to have it. Got a we'll little, tighten got it up. A little leak. Yep. Tighten it up for race day. Got to see where we were. Like Dale got to kind of talk about how it looked a little bit since he did like a, a, a sort of a, I guess more than a sprint, but less than what we were doing triathlon last year. Um, and then and we're like, okay, we're going to OP. Yep. And we and have it, a beer. One if beer. The, if you don't know the OP, it's called the Other Place in Clear Lake. The pizza is phenomenal. Great spot. So shout out to the OP. Lots of shout outs this podcast. Yeah. 
Yep. So we go to the OP, we get pizza and beer, which is turned out to be great fuel. But at the time we're just like, whatever, we don't care. Good formula. Yep. So, you know, we're up at like five eating some peanut butter and toast, Yep. drinking water. Uh, we, we also, Christian lost his keys that morning. Couldn't oh, find dudes. them. So he's locked out of his truck the morning of the race. It's five in the morning. We look for 10 minutes, can't find them. So we end up putting his bike in my truck. We get to the race. We're putting our stuff in transition zones, getting ready. And he finds his keys right oh, in the bag. So it was a right little in, bit of a disaster. Right in the side pocket, like out in the open. But yeah. So we, we race, right? Feeling good. We've, we're, what do we do? We probably had two or three beers after the race right away. Yeah, the, the triathlon, the USA Tri who put the event on had free beer for all the triathletes after. So, I mean, yeah, we took advantage of the situation and we started going right away. You're not going to not drink free beer. Not after a race, no. No. And then what do we do? We went to the OP again. Did we really? Yep. Cheesy, the OP again. breadsticks with beer cheese. <laughs> Hit up the OP again. Oh. Uh... And then we It's partied. that good, people. It's that good. I'm just going to say, from there on, the alcohol started flowing, and the bed came calling before 10 o'clock. <laughs> That's what happened to us. So Sorry, Josh. Sorry, Victoria. Yeah. We dished out on some people. That's okay, though. Um, but then it was the, fun. The weekend just started, though, because then Sunday, yeah. we, go to the, we go to Okoboji. We, yep, do a, we, we do a fantasy draft. We play darts for five hours straight. And uh, collectively, the group played some of the best darts I've seen. Yeah. And I'm not surprised because you know what was there? A bunch of BV grads. So we yep. shouldn't even be surprised. Slinging darts. Well, I don't know if I should say grads. I guess a couple of them, but <laughs> BV, maybe BV goers. Yeah. So Sunday, we have a fantasy draft. We played darts for five hours, and then Monday we played a four-man scramble, 18 holes at Brooks National Golf Course. We were one under through eight holes. Yeah, it sounds right. Something and like then, that. And then we shot 11 under by the end of it. So we we started to dial it in a little bit. So, I mean, it was one of the best weekends I've had probably all summer when you put it all all together. I want to say we shot 11, we shot 10 under. I think we were 11 because there were second and third tied for 12 under and first was 14 under. We shot 11. Yeah. So shout out to Phil, shout out to hooks. We had a slow start, uh, but we, we rallied and now, you know, when the birdie train gets going, it was fun. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. And then then the next day you spent what? 350 bucks in golf gear. Wednesday, Wednesday. So I had a golf, a golf trip this last weekend. Um, probably the best golf I've played. Nice. But it was, you could like basically hit it right at the pin. Cause it was so wet. It would stick right there every time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got some, I had to get some golf pants, had to finally get some golf shoes, mm, mm. got a polo, a pullover and a, like a rain jacket. So well worth it look good feel good play good that's what happened i think yep i got a tournament this saturday i played last saturday it'll be three weekends in a row 
of golf tournaments. So how'd you how'd you play Saturday? I played good. Um, pretty similar to to the week before, and then it was raining all day. So I I don't know the last time I played in rain gear for literally a day straight, or I mean hour straight. So that was kind yeah. of a challenge, but it was fun. I mean, you're with buddies, you're playing a scramble. I mean, it's hard to complain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was going to say I'm actually playing this Friday again. Nice. In Adele. So, yeah, just with some coworkers. So it should be should be a good time. Yeah. Sweet. Wow. All right, man. Well, I got the registration link out for the Yippee Ki 50K. So. Join us for the half marathon or five mile race. You don't have to do anything more than that, but we want yeah. some people to join us. What's up? Yeah. And we will, we're going to get some guests lined up. We'll re, we'll talk a little bit about the U S open because you know, it's going to deliver. There's going to be, there's going to be action to talk about. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that again. You know, JT and Rom bring it home for me, baby. Give me those 20 bucks. I do want to let the listeners know. I was a little arrogant, cocky about my betting prowess last time on this podcast. What's I just like to let I just like to let everyone know that it's gone. It's all gone. So, it, you know, I you shouldn't even be surprised that I got back to my old ways, chasing bets, putting too much money down, and it's all gone. So, yeah. well, if you win this twenty spot for me. Who knows what it could turn into? That's right, baby. Twenty, turn it, turn it down into a fifteen-team NBA or NFL parlay. And I'm go. back. Yep, that's all it takes. All right. Hey, hey, you know who plays this weekend? Um, the big cat. No, on Sunday. Well, they play on Sunday too, but in the NFL. Who? The Vikings. Yeah. Play the Colts. Oh, do they? Yeah, buddy. All right, little Philip Rivers, a couple of interceptions. I like it. Both teams coming off of pretty disappointing losses. Yeah. The Vikings looked horrible. So, yeah. well, we're not going right. to place bets on that. <laughs> no, the Colts are actually favorites too. I would, I think, I would pick the Vikings, but yeah. All right, was there anything else? No, um, we're going to stay away from uh, politics and COVID, and we're going to wrap it up with some good stuff. So let's end it. All right. Hey, I, want, I just want to let you know, two, this is, we're recording this on September 16th, 2020. It's a Wednesday. Two great things came back today. Hawkeye football, baby. Brown back conversations and Big Ten football. Let's go. Let's go. Cut it. <laughs>